This episode of the YVR Screen Scene Podcast is brought to you by UBCP ACTRA, a.k.a. the Union of British Columbia Performers. UBCP is an autonomous branch of the Alliance of Canadian Cinema, Television, and Radio Artists, the national organization of professional performers working in the English language recorded media in Canada. For more information about UBCP ACTRA, visit ubcpactra.ca. This episode was sponsored in part by listeners like you. Join our Patreon community and receive early access to episodes, bonus content, stickers, buttons, and more. Visit www.patreon.com slash podcast. Welcome to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast, where we pull back the curtain and expose the beating heart of the Vancouver film and television industry, namely the actors and filmmakers and other talented artists who do the work, capital T, capital W. I'm Sabrina Ronnie Firminger. This is the seventh in our hashtag industry BFF series. But in a perfect world, it would have been the first. It was actually suggested to me by one of my guests today. But given that both of these guests are unbelievably busy, it took us more than a year to get them both into the studio at the same time. But believe me when I tell you that it was worth the wait. Johanna Newmarch, John Emmett Tracy. If I could say both names simultaneously and give them equal billing, I would, because they are equally remarkable in terms of talent and fearlessness and generosity of spirit. You know Johanna from her celebrated work as Molly on When Calls the Heart and for her many, many film and television projects spanning all the John, all of them, including Garage Sale Mysteries, my daughter's personal favorite, Project MC Square, Grace Point, Polaris, and as Doc Holliday in Last Stand to Nowhere. And you know John Emmett Tracy from scene-stealing roles on some of your favorite shows, including Batwoman, iZombie, Supernatural, and as ruthless legal eagle Ellis Steele on Yellowstone, aka one of the biggest shows on the planet at the moment. These are two actors who are at the top of their game, who fans and coworkers really like, and who really like each other. We've gotten to know them separately in previous episodes, but today we'll get to know who they are as hashtag industry BFFs and how this friendship impacts their adventures in our local film and television scene. Johanna Newmarch, John Emma Tracy, welcome back to the YVR Screen Scene Podcast. My goodness, can we hire her? John, I'm going to start with you. Hello. Because you're the one who started this all. Why Mm. did you want to record an episode with Jo? Well, she's a great hang, as you know. She's awesome to be around. I listened to, I think the first of your episodes that I listened to was the one with Jojo in it. And I I thought, oh, I want to be there. I want to hang out. I want to talk to them. This is so (laughs) much fun. And I think it was in preparation for the first time you and I spoke. So I just, um, I don't, that's all I remember. I think I said, you know, I think you said to me that you're, you're, can I, will I come back in? And you said, I'm trying to get Johanna back. I said, well, let's do it together. And so it's taken, what, a year to... uh, I I think it was been more than a year because I think we spoke like a year and a half ago. Right. So, you know, life, COVID. So many things. Yeah, it's been a trampoline. Well, and this is how our kind of time together is, right? Like it's even today we were trying to schedule. Can we can we get a cup of coffee afterwards? Okay. so what I want you to do now. So I'm going to start with you, Joe. And Joe, I want you to get right up into that mic. Okay, right up in here. Yeah. I would like you to introduce John. John Emmett Tracy, the award-winning actor of stage and screen, the most humble, generous, kind mentor, uh, basically of anyone in Vancouver, honestly, of anyone I've ever met. He hmm. has a, the he'll always defer the limelight to someone else any chance he gets to highlight 
anybody's accomplishment in any way, he will. Uh, honestly, I think he's one of the best. I worry actually about how good this person is. Sometimes I'm like, you're too good. You're too kind. You're too generous. Mm. I, I, I feel protective of his goodness sometimes because it's so radiant. Um, he is honestly one of the most generous people I've ever met and will always, always celebrate everybody else's work before his own. Mm. Um, and he's his resume is extraordinary. His training is world class. The productions of theater that he's done all over the world People, I think some people in Vancouver don't realize how celebrated and accomplished he is mm. over such a long period of time. Anything he touches, he gets awards for. Uh, Jesse's in Vancouver for the handful of productions he's done here. Everything he does, he gets nominated for an award for. Yeah. And yeah, he's just the best and the funniest, funniest person. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> now you have to do follow you? that. <laughs> Thank you, Jojo. Oh no, my goodness! So true. Do you do you do so you put true. all the uh, BFF pairs through this? This is. Um... I started doing it recently um, for this reaction. Oh. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not. It's I speak only the truth. That's it. Truth. Can I put a pin actually in before uh, John introduces you for a minute? Oh, you mentioned how good and lovely and all these things. Is it strange for you to watch him play all these really big meanies? Right? You know, because he's played, cool. he play, killed a cat on right? Batwoman, which my cat watched and now he hates you. Yeah. We never actually saw the cat die. Let's, uh, we're not sure. We're not sure that that inferred. cat. Yes. Oh, so I'm sorry. There's no possibility that he let that cat live. Um, yeah, it's the cheekbones, and I do laugh at that. That the kindest, literally the kindest person I've ever met is is the bad guy. Well, I think it's yeah. actually a testament to his incredible skills that you that he could make anybody believe that he's a bad person. <laughs> hashtag acting. Yeah, yeah, you guys are both really good at the hashtag <laughs> acting. Oh. All right, John Emmett Tracy, you're up. Oh, Tell me about that. Johanna Newmarch. No, you got to sit right there, Joe. Johanna Newmarch. We've never met, so I can't. Really, <laughs> there's not much I can say. Uh, no, um, well, that was, you know, I, Johanna always knows the right thing to say. So I'm, I'm probably going to uh, f say something far less, uh, you know, eloquent. And um, but I I'll just say that she is and, and not just for me, I'm going to say that before I talk, not just for me, but for most people who know Johanna, she is their favorite person on the planet. Mm -hmm. And she is everyone. She always, she's the person you want in your corner. She's mm. always there. Um, she says the right thing. She knows how to say it and when to say it. And she manages to make everyone else comfortable just by being there. Mm. I mean, look at when she showed up today. It, it's it's an immediate change in the energy, right? Um, you and I, we were staring at the floor. Yeah. We weren't talking. There was, it was a really awkward. <laughs> it was very awkward. Uh, Jojo comes in and it seemed like the party's done. <laughs> You know, lights <laughs> changed. Um, but aside from that, um, she, you know, she talks about generosity. I, I really, I really felt like you were talking about yourself. I don't know anybody more generous than mm -hmm. Johanna. Um, you know, we met, uh, how long ago? I don't know. So long. Your son was like two. Yeah. And so instant, um, instant bestie. Like we immediately just went, we're hanging together, yeah. right? And Where she, was this? Where did you meet? Victoria. We met in Victoria on a film. Um, no, uh, I think I think we were we were connected by our agent. We had a mutual agent. We were connected to talk, but then we worked pretty soon after on a I film. Have something to say about that. Um, but you know, when we had our second child, this will tell you, Johanna. She's the person, and we were fairly overwhelmed. You know, we had a little one running around. We had a brand new baby, no sleep. And Johanna's the person who comes over. Um, the baby gets taken out of the arm. Um, my wife, Aaliyah, was sent for a nap. F you know, food was put on. I, there was a cup of tea for me. She was playing with my son. I, everything was fine. And, you know, change the baby. Uh, you know, she's that ride or die friend mm. that uh, if you've got her in your corner, you're a really lucky person. And um, how she has this amount of energy to go around, I don't know. And of course her work, right? I mean, I love everything I see her in, not just because I love her, but because she's great. Yeah. You know, you've seen her, I've worked with her. 
I, I I've lost track now, Jojo. We, I, we've played. We've been married. We have been. I think divorced in a couple of things. I think I played. We played brothers. I played your mother once. As far as I I can't exactly. <laughs> there's been so many um, experiences on camera together and off, and it's um, well, yeah. She's just my favorite person. When you work together, and you have this. It's a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> please no. Please expand on that. You know, like, so. How do your working styles compare? You know, and like I've, I feel like one of the things I saw you in was you you played a character John that was called like D Bags. Okay. Yeah. Don Bags. This sounds that. like this sounds yeah. like my career. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> open for submissions at Fantastic Film, oh. where you know, like you, there was a lot of volatility. I think between your your two characters, you know, like with the love and affection that you and your friendship that you clearly have between you you know like how does that impact you know when you have to um not like each other so much or oh. like each other in a different i know you're actors hashtag acting you know but how does it oh the look on your face well, joe it's so easy it's so easy <laughs> like that's what actually because we have such permission to play right such comfort mm. with each other yeah, things got pretty outrageous on that set, let me tell you. But for the audience, that was a mockumentary about a film festival. And Your clothes were so great in that oh, one, too. They were my clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. They were. I do remember that standing out for oh, me. Well, no, it's actually, it's a fantastic film, too, because I worked for an arts festival for many years, and it's like that. Mm, like, it really captured it the uh, the spirit and that... that um, you're always like one grant away from everything falling apart. 100%. I was changed yeah. in my car in while the general public's yeah. walked by. <laughs> in January. Yeah, January. Yeah. It was oh, amazing. Uh, well, and you know, that film was really interesting too because you might remember there was no script, it was improvised. So right. we were given kind of outlines, you know, in this scene, why don't you guys explore the idea of you know, whatever, firing this person or something. And then we would just find it as we went. Um, wow. And so. That's scary, that right? That was, oh, was really, terrifying. but that was what was great about being with a buddy and with other people you trust. That entire group, most of the cast and the filmmakers, we had done another, Jojo and I, well, this was the film that we first did together. We had done another improvised film 10 or 15 years ago um, with that group mm. and about a completely different set. It was about a burlesque dance troupe. Yeah, another mockumentary. What? And, and I, oh, yes. Oh, yes. oh, we'll have to get you a Oh, I would a love to see that. that. <laughs> and I played the, I guess, Svengali leader of this burlesque troupe and, um, and, and their choreographer, interestingly. And so those were interesting. Why am I laughing? Well, because because oh, oh, you're yeah. painting a picture they, of mine. They would they would say now, okay, so John, get up there and teach them a little routine. You know, we've got all these actors there, you know, with feather boas and this kind of thing. And amazing. I'm, and you want to talk improv? Um, me choreographing uh, some some uh, burlesque dance. Anyway, um, John is such a feminist, right? That he's like that. The whole topic is making him incredibly uncomfortable. I know. I'm the one that's like, guys, someone has to get naked here. Like, what is happening? This is a burlesque show. Like, everybody was so like. Oh, and there's so power. I love burlesque. There's power in burlesque. You know, the way that the 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 people who are on stage are the ones with the oh, power. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But they absolutely. were being such gentlemen. That yeah. I was like, it's okay, guys. Like, I'm the burlesque performer. I understand that I can't be fully clothed. And they were like, yeah. well, only whatever you're comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, no, this is the breakfast scene, Johanna. You don't need to take her. I'm like, I think I should be naked in this. Yeah. No, so. Oh um, my God, I have to see Yeah, so we had done, you know, we had experience doing that. Our first experience, we were improvising together. So we've, so that was a lot of fun. I mean, that's just great to, and it's a bit like what's happening here, you know, mm -hmm. but yet they're rolling cameras. So. <laughs> And he is, and I'm not just guys, I, he's, he did not paying me money to say these things. He is the best improviser I've ever met. He's mm. incredible. Yeah. I'm I'm actually Thank nervous you. when I, he may, I'm not nervous because it's John and he's so generous and I just trust that the process will, will flow, but he just, oof, he comes up with stuff. It's just oh, genius. I, I, and I'm trying to be in the scene with him, but also the, like, the actor part of me is watching being like, 
what is this? It's incredible, but I'm trying to stay in character. Anyway, he's just the best person to improvise with ever. And I've learned a lot from him. No, as an actor, because I haven't actually done um, a lot of improv in my life. All of the improv I've done has been with John Emmett Chasey on well, said, same, said movies. Same with you. Uh, I, I, I was never part of like um improv troupe or anything like that. I didn't have training in it. It's just, um, he's so good. At it's it. just fun to, it's just fun to kind of let loose and just go with uh, an idea but speaking know? of the person who always knows what to say like I don't know if you know this but John has a, a storied past where he would you know spontaneously sort of interview people on red carpets much much like yourself and I, I don't know if you, it's okay to talk about that but he talk about the person who just had in one second will come up with the exact right sentence to keep a conversation going or to make a little joke or make someone open up oh it is an incredible skill trust me you both have it, and it is. You're going to be on the red carpet tomorrow, right, John Emma Tracy? Like, I don't have it like Sabrina has it, but <laughs> I did. It. I did sort of. I don't know if you want the story, but I, I sort of. I want the story. Stumbled into this opportunity many years ago in L.A. There was a film starring Renee Zellweger and Chris O'Donnell, and it was one of these where he had to get married by a certain point, and then he'd inherit you know, right. a billion dollars. And so I, for some reason, thought I was going to be playing a, 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 a reporter on a red carpet in the film as an actor. And they said, I met the producers, they said, yeah, show up tonight. It turned out I was actually standing on a red carpet for a real premiere. This wasn't an acting job. This was kind of, I'm actually supposed to talk to celebrities. What? And I had never done that before. Um, now, there were real journalists, I must say, on the other end, that were supposed to talk to the to the actors. I was kind of they threw it to me. This was early days of of live streaming and that kind of thing. Mm. And they'd throw it to me to kind of fill space. And I'd go, hey, we're here at the Cinerama Dome, which was and I'd make things up, which was built in 1932 <laughs> as a USO. You know, I I was making up. I didn't know anything because I didn't know I was supposed to be doing this. I was waiting for my script, and so I'm making up these these facts and. I'd go, oh, Snoop Dogg just arrived and uh, pretty soon we'll be, and I would just talk and talk and talk and talk. Well, much like I'm doing Is right there a now. way to find these somewhere? I hope not. Uh, and so, um, <laughs> and so at some point, somebody in the production truck said to me in my, in my earpiece, oh, Renee Zellweger is behind you. Uh, turn and talk to her. Now, I, I didn't know, I, I mean, but I know acting. So I started asking her, questions about her process or what she does, you know, that kind of thing. And it, you know, it turns out actors like that, you know, rather mm -hmm. than, I don't know. So what you know, are you wearing? Do, yeah, or divorces or, you know, yeah. scandally. Anyways, so, um, and she stayed with me. She stayed talking and she stayed for a long time. And, and she even took a break and went to sign some autographs uh, and invited me to come with her and chat with the fans as, as we- I wow. so, my case. And then we continued talking. This, this is John. And then I think it was the next morning I had, I, I can't remember, I had a lot, just because I had kept this, this actor for a long time and kept her interested, I suppose. Um, and all I was really doing was um, talking about acting. And that turned into kind of a three or four year, I, was, I would go to a Hollywood premiere two or three times a week um, they were flying me all over to interview people. I went, I came here to How Vancouver. How did this not come up at all during our well, previous? I don't, I don't know. It's my, my, yeah, my story path. You should have, you should have been there, Joe. You should have so, been there. Yeah. So a lot of, but really, honestly, I'd always feel a bit guilty because I would have real journalists with me, real entertainment reporters, people who'd gone to school for it, people who understood how to do it. And I was just this tag along guy who just liked talking about acting and film and, you know, work, and I would just tend to talk to people about stuff I wanted to learn, you know, and so you're, this, so you're interviewing Spike okay. Lee or you're interviewing, okay. you know, uh, Joel Schumacher or somebody who's, who's work, you know, you had just seen and you talk to them about the process. So I, I really loved it. Yeah, so can I just say <clears throat> his generosity of spirit and his goodness and his loveliness is what would just draw people in. And wow. whenever he can turn the conversation to someone else, and I've seen him do it, the topic of him playing Hamlet you know, for a year will come up and someone will be like, oh, I studied Hamlet for a day in school. And immediately John will pivot the entire conversation to that class that they took in school hmm. about Shakespeare. Nothing to do with his performance for a year. He'll take anything he can and put it back on the other person to learn about them. It's extraordinary. It's a superpower. And that's why you were such a king at that job. And he's still like that. He knows exactly the right thing to say. 
it's a superpower. You can't teach it. To turn it around. To it. turn it you around. You can't teach it. I'm in awe of him whenever I see him do it. I'm like, how does This conversation happen? is a combination of sort of wonderful and uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> we're, sort of like, we're, we're, we're toggling. Sorry, I'm sorry. We're toggling I mean, between I, those, I, two, yeah. those two realms. It's very uncomfortable when you talk about me, but I am going to talk about you like it. Okay, okay, okay. I got an idea. Let's just talk about Sabrina. No, okay. no. Actually, now, John, it makes time. me want to like, because I feel like in our episode together, I ended up sharing like a lot about myself and stuff. And so mm. now I want to go back and listen and to be like, was he actually mm. doing that superpower he thing totally that was. Joe was just he totally was. manipulating me yes. with your superpowers, yes. super villain? That's yeah. why my cat was glaring at you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, listeners, last time we spoke, uh, we were on Zoom and... Uh, yeah, Sabrina's cat jumped into her her frame up yeah. on your shoulder. On my shoulder, yeah. Like, like a like a pirate. She's never done uh, that. Never parrot. done that. And glared at me. And She's I such a sweetheart cat too. A little flame burst behind the eye. There. Yeah. And 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 then I think he said, I, I could be adding this in in, in post. No, this all true. I think he said, cat killer. Exactly. Yeah, you exactly. heard that in the episode, eh? Yeah, yeah, because your character off screen apparently killed a cat and Batwoman. Well, I was trying to yeah. turn the focus on the cat. <laughs> yeah, had bitten. The cat's got to be the one in control. Okay, I'm going to turn the focus back to y'all. Um, am I allowed to say that as a Canadian? Y'all. I say it. I, yeah. yeah, I don't want to get. I don't want to get it's canceled. It's a good word. It sounds, it's great. It's y'all. Yeah, well, I mean, you all, yeah. the twos of yous. Yes. Um, let's talk about your enjoyment of each other's work, though. Uh, and I'm going to let you go, Joe. Yeah. What of what are some of your favorite or or your singular favorite John Emmett Tracy performances? Okay, well, uh, Supernatural was awesome because his first you've played you've been in Supernatural more than once, correct? Yes. Yeah. And, and the first so the first one he played there was this wonderful episode where it was all these sort of um, gods. And Mercury, he Mercury, Mercury, that's yeah. right. And, and he just, he's just, you know, he'll take a small scene. He's a, John is a master of adding, just adding things in a scene that aren't necessarily on the page, but he'll find them. And he'll take what can seemingly be quite a simple scene and make it this rich, interesting opportunity to, you know, share something with the audience. And, you know, Mercury's such a, mercurial fun character um anyway but he just he had a field day with that just little little tiny physical comedy bits little wacky i don't know man he's just he's a master class every time i watch him i'm just like wow wow i think i need to go back to drama school like he's just so good at what he does and he'll i'll come to him with something and he'll point out like a script or and he'll point out 10 things that never even crossed my mind mm -hmm. just like i was like what wait how did you come up with that like i, I don't get it how are how how yeah, it's, it's like incredible. having another set of eyes and yeah. a brain, you yeah. know, to read your stuff. I yeah, love truly, that. Truly, truly. He'll always find, he'll mine for the gold and, and make gold where there isn't any. Um, so Mercury really stood out to me. Obviously, so that's that's sort of a while ago. And more recently, obviously, Ellis Steele on Yellowstone. I'm a, I'm obsessed with that show. I'm so obsessed, too. Oh, my God. I, after I watched, like, the first season, um, like, I watched it all oh, yeah. very quickly. I went and um, I bought my husband a plaid shirt. Yeah, you did. And he was like, and it was like a line a and stuff. Stubble? Oh, no, yeah, he's very beardy. Yeah, there you go. And he hadn't been watching Yellowstone. He's like... This was because you were watching Yellowstone. I'm like, yeah. Maybe. He's like, yeah. I'll put it on. I'm not going to lie. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. 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 Totally. And yeah, first time we see you, you are not wearing a plaid shirt. No. He's Have you ever suit, worn a plaid shirt? No, you're, we see you. You're standing out there, you know, in your, your suit in and tie field. in the right. field. <laughs> right. With Italian shoes. Yeah. And kind yes. of, yeah. That little fun scene that you said wasn't necessarily scripted. He kind of wore the horse kind of like washed at you and you kind of went like that. that, that right. Was yeah, that that's right. That was gold that said, so that is an example of something saying so Well, much. that was Cole Hauser's brilliant idea. He just, um, you know, we didn't really talk about it ahead of time, but he did it and uh, I stayed in it and it was great. I mean, we... <laughs> Everybody loved that. Yeah. Even um, in, in the moment, we all were. As soon as, as soon as he did, I thought, "Oh, this Brilliant. is perfect." It Brilliant. really expressed how the people of Montana feel about developers coming in. Yeah. In that one quick impulse gesture that he came up with. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And so John 
again playing a villain um working with jackie weaver it's like they're synergistic like they they're there's something about the two of them together which is like great i mean it's some of those parts is pretty epic to begin with i mean jackie john put them together and it's this a whole other sort of character that they create together mm. which is really fun for me to watch because uh she's she's so powerful as, as a human as an actor and as this extraordinary character it was really fun for me to see john kind of orbit someone like that in a scene mm. i don't think i'd ever seen him do that quite in that way yeah um and that was really really fun for me to watch so he's you know he's underlining her because that's his job as an actor and he's a consummate he's consummate at knowing what his job is in a scene mm. but also bringing these wonderful little embellishments and you know i mean for those of you I think I'm allowed to say it because it's a season ago now, but uh, that wonderful scene where Kelly Riley <laughs> comes and just says <laughs> the most outrageous things to him. And that would be a scene that would be very easy for a lesser actor to kind of just disappear in. Yeah. Because it's Kelly's scene. And yet John is right in there with it. And that was really fun for me to watch. I'm like, wow, because that's like, not only is Kelly Riley a phenomenal actress, but that is a powerful character. Yeah. And he, you know, he, he wasn't just like, oh, she's a tornado. Oh, yeah, total tornado. And yeah, I think a lesser actor would have kind of just sort of disappeared in that scene. But but John was very much there. Did you mention in the intro that Jojo is my publicist? Okay. Thank you. Jojo. Now it's your turn, John. There are are a lot of them but if i have to i'll start with one that we laugh about in my house all the time and it was the one you mentioned carson MC. lazarus oh project mc I mean, square come on love that you want to talk villains yes that is one for the ages if people at home if you haven't seen this please tune in and watch her the power suits and the the power personality to go with it and um this idea of of the fast switch from in command to tantrum is something <laughs> that I, I mean I can think about that if I need something to pick my day up and just laugh at how she played that role. Yeah, um, no acting required. Just me and my life. That would be one for sure. Uh, I really loved you as the. Wicked stepmother. Yes. On the um, you'll have to give me the the full. It's like the Cinderella story. Cinderella. The Cinderella story, another one, an absolute, and that's a favorite of my daughter. You know, my kids love that one. Yeah. And, um, and my nieces, and you know, and my nephews, and everybody, everybody I know who has kids love that film. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, it, it's not even necessarily a kids' film. It's just, it's just such a fun show. I think a lot of people watch it with their families. So. Those and then honestly, you were talking about your improv earlier, but you're fantastic in both of those two improvised films um, that we did together. Uh, I really, I really, I really like your your work in that. And then, um, I mean, when calls the heart, you know, mm. it's it's that is a, how long has that character been around? Years. Ten years. So it says an awful lot. They don't keep <laughs> not a lot of characters last ten years in television history yeah. period you know you're in this very small it's like you lisa simpson you know there's, like, there's, a, very, there's a very small number of of you know decade-long characters and and how you've played her and let her evolve over 10 years is also really interesting and must be that's something i've never really asked you about i'd love to know more about that about getting to live with a character for that amount of time, you know, uh, what a gift. so few actors have had that chance. Truly, what a gift. Yeah. What is that like for you? It is extraordinary because the show has changed a lot over the years and we've had lots of, you know, different input, different writers, different showrunners. Um, and But yeah, it, it has been a joy. To, and I'm staring at Loretta Walsh here on the wall who mm. plays um, Florence to my Molly and we have our own hashtag. We are Flomo. Which is, uh, yeah, I'm getting paid to hang out with her. It's just like, come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> total queen and so yeah i mean look at that face the sun just shines out of her eyes um yeah so so to be able to do and i feel like i'm, I'm mentioning her because our characters really are um were developed together so from the initial mine disaster where we you know half the town loses a huge percentage of its men including our husbands from that incredible loss all the way through to this beautiful sense of, of finding, you know, healing and hope and community. Actually, the show really is about community. That's probably one of my favorite and, and a lot about female friendships. 
and how they really are the thing that carries us through. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, Loretta and ours friendship is literally an example of what's great about that show. Mm. Um, yeah, you know, we've gone through a lot together because, you know, 10 years is a big chunk of our lives. You know, my daughter went off to university. She became a mother. Uh, all the trials and tribulations in between. Um, you know, we've gone through a pandemic together. Hmm. Yeah, and so, she, I'm and I'm talking a lot about Loretta because so much of my character is bound up with Florence. Uh, so, and that's actually been a really fun thing to explore on screen over ten years is 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 the evolution of a friendship. Yeah. So it's not just my character; it's our characters. So yeah, that's been really a gift. It's honestly, uh, I can't. I'm not just being cheesy when I say it is one of the great gifts of my life to be able to play with those incredible humans over a decade as you say like what percentage of actor ever has that opportunity point zero 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 three percent of I mean it's just nuts it's very rare it's nuts. yeah so so yes in deep deep profound gratitude for for that opportunity and, and that it was say, a good chemistry of people too right really because mm -hmm. they, like a it's great that everybody loves each other. And I, I mean, we've also had Andrea on yes. the show and Pascal. And, yes. you know, it's a wonderful yes. Um, yes. alchemy. But at the same time, can you imagine how awful it would have been if there were like some really negative energies there? Oh, or it would have ruined everything. Yeah. It would have curdled the milk. That's the, that's the exceptional thing is we, people go, oh, come on. There's got to be some tea spilled. There's no tea. Like, yeah. it's just like we're just having a great time. Everybody's super stoked to be there. And you know make the best of it it's 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 a joy an and the crew joy. too i got i was in incredible. one episode yeah. um and i remember thinking the exact same thing totally. it's a, it's quite um it's quite a, a troop you know yeah. like it's a it's yeah. a it's a good gang of and that's why they all, you all know coming, each other yeah, you all, they yeah. keep coming back year after year you know because you know like it's it's not the biggest budget show so i'm sure there's other shows they could be on that would make them a little bit more money but they're here doing it because they like they love the team yeah they like hanging out with you. That's a, yeah, obviously that's it. Totally me. It's all about me. Yeah, I know. Um, it's an incredible group of people. You're both such deflectors. Like I see, <laughs> like you. I like. I, <laughs> I just want to like like take a step out of the conversation for a bit and comment on the conversation, because I've had I have a really hard time taking a compliment. Like I want. I'm a people pleaser, but at the same time, I like I feel very uncomfortable when people say nice things to me, and I'm like I want to like deflect it back, you know, to you. And, and, and I'm watching the two of you like listen to <laughs> like deflect it from each other. I. I think you should both take like and I'm really gonna try I'm working on trying to take the compliment better you know like you're awesome Sabrina well thank there we you there thank you, you John see, see. I take that compliment <laughs> and I tell you as well that you are you're awesome and you made this happen because without your diligence and texting and, and every couple of months being like okay so let's revisit like what our schedules are and you know this this wouldn't be happening today so thank you but well, I'm just glad your cat's not here that's what I'm well actually I have a surprise you can bring him in oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> goes John's right for the throat one of those cartoon moments where there's a cloud of smoke yeah, yeah, and you yeah. see yeah. hands yeah, sticking out of it yeah um, but hey, let's just to continue on with being cheesy because that's what I do here. Um, that, but isn't that what a great friendship's about? Because mm. you really you mirror each other, right? So, like, we can't be objective about ourselves. All we see is our sort of neurotic ball of, you know, mm. issues. And your and a good friend holds space for you and goes, absolutely not. Here's the mirror. You are phenomenal. Yeah, that's what that's what we do for each other. Yeah, right? to to show each other our beauty and our our skills and our, our gifts yeah right? and to build on that too because i am for me like i i take my friendships very seriously like i have i i am here because of my friendships you know and especially during the pandemic and before that when my husband got sick and before that when my daughter got sick like all the challenges there it's my friends who god i want to say that word again buoyed i don't yes. know what it is yes. about that word. It's a good word it is a great word yes. to spell not to say but really you know who who when I wasn't able to stand on my own feet or didn't think that I could, you know, they were my feet. Like they they propped me up, you know, and the pandemic has really kind of, you know, done that for me to really like bring crystal clear, you know, what it means to to have a good friend and what it means yes. to be a good friend, yes. you know, like because you're not always going to be in the same place at the at the same time. 
Well, and something, you know, I, I, I probably know some of your friends, but I'm not exactly sure who you're talking about. I can tell but... you. Talking about Amanda Tapping, Nicole Oliver, Kira Zagorski, Sharon Taylor, you know, wow. to start with, love Stephen Lobo. What a, you know. what a constellation, yeah. right, of stars. The, the, I will say this, you know, for, for example, Johanna and I, um, we're in the same business. We've, we're walking a path that, that a lot of people, there, there is a, there is some, some sort of a template for what we do and what we're used to. I want to hats off to your friends because you mm. are trailblazing something. What you've created here, I wish people could see your studio and the work you do. And it's so um, kaleidoscopic, the amount of things that you guys are doing here. Mm. Uh, your friends supporting you through this kind of frontier, uh, that's something else, right? So I, I really... Um, I'm deflecting not only you to are, Sabrina, but, but like to it. her friends at this point. Well, let's, and I think that's, that, I think that your, your extended relatives are great people, too. I want to bring them into the uh, conversation. I've got some specific questions. Okay. Very. Between the two of you, who swears more? Oh, 110% me. Yeah, yeah. I'll really? Yeah, no question. Oh, are you? Have you met me? I'm a trucker. I'm the worst. Every other word. You and haven't I, said. No one has sworn oh, yet. I've, I've been on my very. I've been. I think one of the reasons I might seem constipated in this interview is because <laughs> I'm spending all of my psychic energy trying to not drop an f bomb. You know, I work really hard to get that explicit rating on Apple Podcasts. So if you got to let one go. Well, and also I'll go to his house. You know, where they're trying to raise, you know, elegant, dignified well-mannered humans and mm. Auntie Jojo comes in and within the first three minutes, I'm like, oh gosh, I'm so sorry, John. And she's like, it's okay, he's trying to be generous, but you can tell he's like dying inside no. because I just bought four F-bombs in front of his nah. eight-year-old. Anyway. It's good for them. <laughs> it's good for them to hear. Yeah. Oof. yeah oof. They're gonna hear it somewhere better they hear it from, from Auntie yeah. Jo. So 110% me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, expletives. Okay, who is more likely to break character and ruin a scene with giggling? Oh me. So is it, <laughs> wait, is it is it because is it something that we're in together? Yeah, that yeah. Like if you're working uh, together. Me. Uh, really? I think so. Because you're so funny. No. Honestly. Do you giggle, John? Do you are you a giggler? Oh yeah, yeah. Am I? I don't know. Am you're I very dry. Ask, ask a, oh no, he loves to laugh. He yeah. loves to laugh. I think play the tape back. You'll hear me laughing. <laughs> can I get the I think, tape? Can we roll tape? I, I think you'll hear me laughing a lot during this. No, but, if we're this no, but there's it's laughing and then there's me. giggling. No, it's me yeah. because he's so freaking uh, funny. Yeah, I, I'm inappropriate. See, I was going to say. I, my, my, my humor is inappropriateness. His is actual genuine funniness. I was going to say, I thought I would laugh more because you're funny. I really, I'm that's what I was thinking. But um, if we're not in a scene together, maybe, I don't know. I guess me. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, see, me. Yeah. I believe that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. 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 Who tells the longer story? Oh, me. Because I. <laughs> no, because, because he's I, the I, red carpet guy who honed that skill of getting yeah. to the point. And I'll be like on nine tangents and no. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm quite verbose. Um, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, um, I am buoyed. <laughs> Oh Johanna. man, you can say um, that. Oh, oh, did that word come up already earlier? <laughs> um, Boo no. Buoyed. What's Boo my problem with that word? No, I'm not even sure if I said it right. I think I said buoyed. buoyed. I think I said buoyed. Oh, buoyed. Buoyed. It's fun to say. Buoyed. What was the question? I don't know. <laughs> okay, but you said the word, so that's fine. We can move. We can move um, on. The longer stories, yeah. me. But we're both. We, that's yeah, what we get. Also, yeah, we I was going to say gab. we're we're chatty. Love to, to gab. Okay, so now we're go now we're going to play the hashtag industry BFFs version okay. of favorite things. Okay. So I'm going to ask you what John's favorite thing is of a thing. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you what Joe's favorite thing is of a thing. I'm ready. Okay. So sips, Johanna. Sips water. Okay. Yeah, here we go. What is John's favorite genre of music? Whatever category Morrissey is. Um. <laughs> Sorry, whatever the category Smiths, Morrissey uh, is. The eight, I would say like 80s, goth. What is, what, what do you call the what? I call it hip hop. Um, <laughs> Morrissey is not no. a hip hop. Um, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah. What's the genre called? I'm I'm dry here. Help me. I think I think that's a, that is a genre. Morrissey is Morrissey a, is, a genre. is a genre. Okay, there yeah. we go. You're a cure guy. Um, oh, for it, sure. It's just, and the Smiths. Yeah. 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 That kind of '80s, you know, alternative uh, British, uh, all that stuff. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Okay, John. What is Johanna's favorite snack? Oh. Okay, yeah. This now this is difficult because you asked about working together, and I just want to add a little story here. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. Most you know the important women in my life are serious foodies. That's mm. one. That's yep. one common uh, trait, that's and true. something that you and my wife Aaliyah bond on is food. And if you've ever been to a craft services table with Johanna or gone to catering at a lunch break, listeners, I don't, not two plates, three full plates of food. I don't believe you. I don't believe you about the hip hop and I don't believe you yeah, about I'm, that. I'm, I'm just <laughs> about a the three plates. Today. <laughs> no, it, it is incredible. It's incredible. And everybody, you know, and you know, <laughs> I don't know how you do it, you know. You, yeah, I think, where does it go? Exactly, and and so um, and you know, I I'm I'm not a, a big eater, so I'm sort of half a plate, and then just like my wife, when we're when we're out to eat or when we're at home, then Johanna just slides the rest of my plate over and adds it to her collection. <laughs> yeah. So her favorite snack is mm. everything. <laughs> yeah. You know, it it would be something. Okay, uh, uh, let me be more specific. Okay, please. You have parked outside of a 7-Eleven. You have 60 seconds to grab something for Joe to snack on. Okay. What are you what are you grabbing in those 60 seconds? So I yeah, I I don't in this hypothetical, I don't picture Johanna eating anything from a 7-Eleven. I picture La Durée or some sort of a, mm. you know, a, a sort of a, a a beautiful, you know, um like a macaron. Yeah. Some something like that. Does 7-Eleven carry that? Because that's what I would be grabbing for her. I don't know. We're like we're more on the west side of Vancouver. They're kind of bougie, so they might they, they might wrong. have. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah, but okay. I don't know. I'd grab I don't know. I I'd, I'd have to grab a Cheeto or something and figure yeah, out what um but to make out of that what yeah, I, don't think, I don't think there's any hard no in any of these places no. for, okay for Joanna. I love a big bag of chips okay yeah. joe yeah what is john's favorite thing to do while he's just chilling in his trailer it's gonna surprise me right it's gonna be something like knitting <laughs> is 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 he allowed is it is the phone allowed to be involved oh absolutely okay um well pre-phone he would be combing the script i'm not i'm not kidding by the way anytime he's on a film set before he goes to work he's working on prepping his character he's combing the script he's running the scene over in his mind 45 times to see what other wonderful little magical golden moments he can mine from it guaranteed that's what's happening then maybe once he's exhausted that, if they're shooting for 16 hours and he's in his trailer for 12, um, he might be researching Viggo Mortensen's obscure publishing company who, like he's, <laughs> he, he's the, this is what I'm saying. He celebrates artists mm. so much that he's always learning about something that an artist he loves is doing. Have you read any of the Viggo poetry books? Absolutely, uh, and they're good. And the photography, yeah, yeah, yeah. There weren't, and it's not really just his work, but um, I'm, it's interesting you brought that up because he also publishes artists that might not get yeah. seen. Yeah, yeah. Um, there are a lot of these sort of small presses, not just from celebrities, but that are coming up that are, you know, the world is allowing us nowadays to 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 find obscure things mm. that we might not be exposed to and 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 bring them out. You know, people can self-publish nowadays, which is which is interesting. I want to tell a funny story though um, about a tra <laughs> what, about something you're doing in your trailer, and this involves Johanna. If I may, cut please this do. out. Please cut this out if, if it doesn't. Hell work. no. Um, so we we were having a little um, funny kind of back and forth about you know the worst trailers we've we've ever. Do you remember this? Oh, what I'm going to say the worst doozies. trailers we've ever been in, and you know. And, you know, maybe it took to kind of like exaggerate, you know, like, yeah, well, I had a dead body in the corner of mine once yeah. uh, when I got there. Well, one of those back and forth that was a pretty extreme one, I accidentally mistexted it 
to the second AD that I that had that had sent me <laughs> that had sent. I was trying to send it to Joanna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah, there was there was vomit in the corner and a dead dog under the you know like some some sort of a exaggerated. But but this second had just sent me uh, a time change or something on the way to work. They had pushed my call or I can't remember. But uh, you know how it is. It's the last yeah. text in yes. your thread, and I sent it. And you know that feeling when you meet, you know, you meet, you've Whoa. sent the text to the wrong person, and you oh, know no. right away. Ooh. So I was half laughing because I knew telling her she she was going to get a <laughs> wicked kick out of this. But then I just sort of sat there and I watched the sort of dots going, you know, the dots as this this AD was going to write back to me. And he wrote, if there's a problem with your trailer, we can can talk to somebody. (laughs) And there had been, the trailer was fine. Yeah, let's be honest, it was from 1975 and it was officially a hazmat suit to be in. So without knowing our friendship, what a strange game to be playing via text with your buddy. And I was like, no, no, um, okay, so I've got this friend, and um, <laughs> this weird game. You know, I was like telling her, like, this is not real. Uh, well, once he found out, he was quite a nice guy. Yeah. Once he found out, you know, um, he continued the game with me throughout the day. Like Good. he sidled up Good. to me and yeah. sat next to me, and he was like, you're not gonna believe this, but uh, <laughs> mine doesn't have a roof, you know. He's like, <laughs> so thank goodness he had a good sense of humor but oh boy oh yeah we got lots of those kind of stories so that's the kind of stuff i do in my trailer yeah yep wind each other up yep okay i got a couple more of these um but this could go on all day you know frankly i want to be on more of these text threads that please bring bring me in bring me in um and i will use the word buoy i think i said it right yeah with confidence okay john what is Joe's favorite thing to do on a lazy Sunday afternoon? Easy. Um, Eat. Johanna and her amazing partner, Lucas, live, I, I won't tell you where, but they have this this unbelievably relaxing um, Garden of Eden home that is on an island. Uh, they're surrounded by nature and animals and ocean. And it is their absolute, it would be everyone's happy place if we mm. had the ability to be there. And we've gone, there is nothing that makes her happier. In fact, I'm guessing you'll be probably getting on a boat and heading there as soon as we're done talking. Um, a lazy Sunday for her would be um, spending time, she'd probably wake up slowly and she'd have her coffee and they might be doing something in one of their several gardens. Um, Luke is probably working in his painting studio. It's just like you wouldn't believe. It's like it's like it's like the end um, scene in a Hallmark film. You know, like mm. what they're trying to get to this idyllic sort of beautiful. I, I picture farmers market. Well, I don't have to picture. That's where you take us when we go there. We go to farmers markets and um, restaurants and and another thing too. I food. would say uh, if you're food, in the food. city, yeah, food. If you're in the city, um, you, you're you really fought, you, you go to art galleries. I know that about you. Um, a lot of times I'll text what are you guys up to and she'll say we're we're at this new gallery it's an amazing exhibition of you know you're you're, you're the Vigo Mortensen publishing uh, house of the Vancouver art scene you're, you're always discovering new artists and going to new galleries all the time yeah. so I would say I would say that's where you'll find Johanna nailed it yeah. nailed it, it. alright we're coming to the end no oh, I'm nice. sorry not if we don't leave can't make you us. are welcome to stay, but I I do have to go. So, but I have a I have a question, and it might be emotional because I intend it to be because I live for this shit. Is that food? Yeah, is that food? What'd you put on the table? I it have is a, a kitchen table. For yeah. each of you, but I, I, I this is this is going to be my way of deflecting from the emotional question. I brought something for each of you. I was in Texas this weekend at the big gala premiere. Um, party for the release of Yellowstone season five. No big deal. Casual Wednesday. Hanging out with Tony Sheridan as one does. And so I knew I was going to be talking to you guys. So I brought, so, sorry for these sounds. We can cut these out, but I brought you each. <gasps> wow. Okay, okay, describe, describe, describe. Well, wow. One of you this is, so this is a beautiful cup. Uh, oh my God. That says Yellowstone Dutton Ranch. 
with the brand on it. Ella Steele, come on! Thank this you. Is this is awesome. This is amazing. Because in my inner world, I am Kelly Riley. <laughs> yes. So, I can so just now do... you've each got a, yeah. Um, yeah. a double walled. Yeah. Um... Kelly Riley or Beth? Beth. Yeah. 100% uh, Beth. Oh, yeah. people are like, she's so extreme. I'm like, oh, does it? what does it say about me that I completely and totally relate to her in every possible <laughs> she's, way? She's just passion. Yes. You know, Absolutely. she's yes. the bravest and she's the most broken. Yes. Like I don't, there's no character. I'm obsessed. Uh, I am obsessed. Like her anywhere. Obsessed. And when people try to like, say, like kind of diss her, I'm like, what? Absolutely not. What? That's misogyny. Are you kidding me? She <laughs> well, and, and like so many great actors, if you meet her, she's nothing like Beth. You know, yeah. she's, she is the farthest from her character of anybody on that show. Oh, but and she does it so well. She does it so well. Wait, what, what else was she in that show? Was this Pride and Prejudice what a queen. that she had done years ago? So. Yeah. That when she played like one of the Bingley sisters or something mm -hmm. and was just so cutting and... She, I first was like, you know when you see someone's first perform and then you're like, who is that? Yeah. Yes. Denzel Washington's lady friend in is it flight was it fl was that flight 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 oh because you know how sometimes you're just watching a movie and then all of a sudden a performance comes on and you're like everybody stop talking what is happening and who is, who that? is that yes that was it that. was flight yeah 2012 yeah. and i was like this this is an incredible actor right here yep yeah, sorry. Okay, I want to bring it, but thank you, yeah, John. Thank you. I'm still going to ask you the emotion question. Okay. So, I, so I didn't get us out you, of that. You tried. No. <laughs> no, I know you've been, you've been, <laughs> you've been, you've been friends for a long time. Yeah. And you, I know you've talked, talked to each other a lot, shared your, your souls with each other, but. Tell you our secrets. <laughs> what, what is something that you haven't told the other person yet? about the influence that they've had on on your work or on your life? Oh, hmm. gosh, something I haven't told John. Goodness, goodness. Well, there was a lot today already. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We don't really get a chance to say these things. To you don't sit around and talk about uh, your, your feelings and no, your... we should set up some microphones. Contextualize yeah. your friendship all the time. It's good to like take a step out of it, though, once in a while, right? And like, really look is. in. It really is. So thank you for that. Um, Gosh, I feel like I've... I've... I, I, may I? Sure. Yeah, please. Okay, I think it, 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 it's sort of between work and life. Um, they're, they're kind of, I think my answer is sort of related because I really think that Johanna is a person with extremely strong instincts. Mm. And she rightfully has learned to trust those instincts. And, and that's in life. I said earlier, she always knows the right thing to say, and it's so true, Jojo. Um, Johanna, you leave the room, we're gonna keep, we'll just talk about you. Um, she trusts her instincts and they're always right. Mm. Um, and I think, and she understands people extremely well, and she's a very sensitive person. Mm. And I think all three of those things are kind of foundational requirements for authentic acting, mm. you know? And so, both in her work and in life, I deeply admire those three qualities in her and I learn from them. Um, when Whether we're doing a scene together or whether we're just hanging, um, those three things always come through when you're with Johanna. I'm getting emotional. Um, thank you. That's a um, very, very, very touching thing to be told. Um, Okay, so carrying on, uh, I think I think John knows how in what high esteem I hold his integrity. But I really, genuinely, what would Jesus do? What would John do? Honestly, there's lots of times in my life when I'm just, okay, here it is, fucked off about something or disgusted by something or just ragey about something. I'm, I'm very protective and passionate, much like Beth. I'm a protector um, and I, I'm, I, yeah, and I, there's just so many things that have gone on in the world and in our industry since John has known me that I've, you know, had very strong uh, feelings about and not all of them are always, um, you know, in line with, you know, sometimes you have very passionate feelings that you have to find a way to contextualize and move through because 
they're big and destructive. I think that's what's so exciting about Beth Dutton is she she's the id. She just lets it out. Like mm. so, a lot of the things that she expresses, we, we have to all work through internally, appropriately. So we can't all live like Beth Dutton. But I often will find myself sitting in my car and just go, what would John do? What would John do right now? Because he'll always go high. When I want to just say something that isn't constructive or won't be helpful, I just go, John wouldn't do that. John wouldn't do that. He would He would do this. And then I'll go, okay, Joe. He's like my better angel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he really is. And anybody who knows him will tell you that he he conducts his life with utmost integrity um and and he strives in every circumstance for grace so and i'll just say shit you know i'm the crazy impulsive slightly destructive one and he's always the kind of well you know maybe joe maybe look at it from this point of view uh yeah looks like you do wonderful things for each other he's really i think we're i think we're really good for each other yeah Thank you. Yeah. And you got your F bomb. Yeah. Yeah, that was a beautiful moment. Thank yeah. you for giving yeah. me that F bomb. You're welcome. <sighs> so this was well worth the wait. This Thank was great. Thank you for your generosity and coming in today and making it happen. And John for my my Dutton Ranch t- tumbler. I feel like I wanted to tell more funny stories about John because I think everything I said was so earnest and and, and, and he brings that out in me because he's just a I don't know that trailer story was pretty dope man, but, but <laughs> I, I promise you if we ever come back and do this it'll just be all the inappropriate grungy <laughs> funny Johanna being inappropriate on Brian's movie there's a lot of a lot of those stories that didn't come up today well okay um, can you give me one of them well there's a scene okay okay well this is the x-rated one I'll keep it tame John but there's the scene where so our characters are, are having an affair this is open for submissions yeah, open for submissions yeah. so and I'm this sort of married to a wealthy man that I clearly don't love and I'm bored and full of myself and I'm always sort of swanning around sticking my nose into where it shouldn't be and you know over overselling my abilities and just basically being insufferable um Serena is my name and uh, our characters are having an affair and he's he's just using me and I think and I'm sort of in love with him and there's this hilarious scene where where the staff I go into his office and I don't and and he's got a live mic on but I don't know it and mm-hmm. I start trying to get all busy with him you know and uh and the staff is out there being like d- cringing and dying because they can hear what I'm saying to him and so we had to record that little scene like we had to just go sit somewhere and record it and I start like saying the most like you know outrageous <laughs> sexual things and I poor, couldn't stop laughing and poor John and Brian our director Brian is literally beat red and John is just like John is just going oh god Joe oh god help me yeah well what did I say about your instincts <laughs> <laughs> This is why we're so comfortable with each other, right? You ask who's most likely to giggle. That's why I said, "Am I working with her?" Will you ask? Yeah, Uh, that was yeah. Yeah, So we've had some we've had some really fun times, yeah, being outrageous with each other, and so many more to come. And honestly, like. I would. I can take my show on the road if there's an opportunity. If you're going to do another improv movie in Victoria, I want to be there. I want to visit oh, a day when you're working together. Oh, I'll come with my Zoom mic and I'll just, you know, actually, I'll, I'll observe the two of you. That would be a really good. Time. I could be, be in the film making a documentary yes. about the yes. mockumentary. Yes. Yes. Yeah, well, if you show up, you will probably get pulled <laughs> into a it. Mock yeah. Doc. A mock doc. A, mock, a doc mock. A mock doc. Yeah. yeah. A buoy mentry. Okay. <laughs> See? That better not be in my in my among the words that I am compelled to say. On our on our headstones. Buoy. <laughs> yeah, I can spell it. I just can't say it, but I, I really want to say it because it just it, you No, know, you're saying it. I think you've said it straight through. Buoy? Yeah. Buoyed? Buoying? Yeah. Do <laughs> It's a fantastic, funny word. Okay, Johanna Newmarch, Johanna Newmarch, John Emmett Tracy, John Emmett Tracy. Uh, I can't say like that. that. Yeah, That's, you like that? Yeah. I thought your name was Johanna New. We talked about this in your episode. It is your name. Yeah. I when mean, I think of you, I actually have to make an effort to say Johanna Newmarch. Well, it's so funny because Aaron Craco, the lead of our show, at one point sent me this very funny text. Johanna, send me immediately a voice text of you saying your name. And I was like, <laughs> What? And she's like, and then she, I, I, I was like, uh, Johanna? And then she's like, oh my God, for nine years I have been saying Johanna or whatever. And she, they had this hilarious discussion amongst the cast apparently when I wasn't there one day. She's like, she was like, it is Johanna. They're like, no, Aaron, it's Johanna. Anyway, very funny story. Wait, I'm sorry, what? It's Johanna? It's Johanna. 
I've been singing Johanna the but whole I, time. But I, but I love it. It's oh, beautiful. for fuck's sake. No, Sorry, we have to record the whole no, episode again. No, it's so soft. Stick with JoJo, I find. Yeah, Joe is, jo is jo better. No, it's a, That's, no, but I'm saying it's a Dutch-German name, so I get so many different variations of it, and I love it. It's not a problem at all. So now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull an Aaron, and I'm going to demand that people send me the, their <laughs> voice memos of their name. Well, I've, at least I'm in good company. Yes, exactly, for nine years. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. I am not Dutch German. My mother just liked the name. And then she added an H on the end just to make it extra special fun for people to spell. <laughs> Johanna. Yeah. Johanna. Okay. Johanna. I'm reading it. Johanna. Like Hannah. 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 I want to go Hannah. Johanna. Johanna Newmarch. Johanna Matracy. Thank you both for being here you, today. Um, where can our fans find you? follow you celebrate you on social media not in real life because that's that's wrong uh, not unless you're invited <laughs> uh, no stalkers um johanna newmarch just my full name don't forget the h that a sneaky h that i told you about for instagram uh joe newmarch for twitter and johanna newmarch for facebook yeah thank you for asking yeah um I'm John Emmett Tracy. Um, difficult to spell, so good luck, everybody. Um, and then on Instagram, that's Twitter. And then on Instagram, I'm j.e.tracy. Perfect. Thank you, Sabrina. This has been so much fun. Fantastic. This was pretty fun. Yeah, I'm feeling really emotional right now. Over the past few years. So this has been really, really lovely. Thank you. Has that like changed the kind of the intensity of the conversations that you have? Because I find like because of COVID, because time is, has been a trampoline, like I almost feel like I can't do small talk anymore. You know, it's like we sit down. I'm like, here are my emotions. Let's yes. talk about the yes. big stuff, you Absolutely. know, like and even Paul having gotten sick, which my listeners we're still recording. They know all about, yes. you know, because it's like there's no there's no point in it almost no. in, in some ways of like, you know, because everything feels more urgent. Yeah. Yes. I've also just become bad at talking in general. I No, I, you talk so good. No, 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 honestly, because I feel clumsy, <laughs> so clumsy and so awkward. Like I've lost whatever that like, you know, your kind of your social lubricant, like whatever you're just good at just talking to people about anything. I'll, I'll kind of say weird things or kind of come into like whatever the kind of etiquette of just normal human conversing. I just got bad at that over three years of doing so little. Or we it. just all got better at it I don't because know. it was it was like fake before and know. it was contrived. And Maybe. now it's like, well, it's I think more especially, just like awkward, especially after the first major kind of isolated in place wave ended and we were sort of coming back out of it. Oh, that was I, so weird. Such a weird time. Yes. Remember, remember that, <laughs> yes. kids? Um, but I, yeah, I would, I, I could get into a deep conversation with the postal mm -hmm. carrier. Like, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd suddenly like, just have somebody to talk to. I burst yeah. into tears yes. buying a light bulb. Yeah. You there know, you like at the at the home hardware in Kitsilano. Because of the yes. price? You know? No, no, this <laughs> was, was before all the, no, but it was like, we were just talking about, like we got into the very, we quickly, we very quickly got into a conversation yes. about how important light is. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <That's so nice. laughs> I started crying. I started crying. Like it's so bright. I need it. And more yeah. Brilliant, and everything feels precious. And I actually think that's actually one of the great gifts of the pandemic. Is here's the thing: everything's precious all the time anyway. But it yeah. just made us realize it. Like everything's a beautiful miracle. Anytime you get to converse with another human being on this planet planet spinning through the cosmos yeah you know we, everything's magical and mir a miracle and i think that just heightened the preciousness of all of that so that yeah. was a gift but also i learned i forgot how to talk like i'm honestly like i was looking for words all the time people would uh. say something and i would pause for like an inordinately long time before i knew what to say i don't know like i just felt like i was rusty clumsy <laughs> at talking <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you're good yeah. you're good okay well and with that listeners find them on socials Find Johanna, Johanna <laughs> New March on When Calls the Heart. Uh, they just wrapped uh, season ten. ten huh? So that'll oh. be that'll be coming to coming to however you watch it uh, in the next few months. I'm assuming. Uh, I think I think April of next year is what I've heard. It's like a springtime show. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, John Emma Tracy. Find him on season five season five yeah. and that's paramount plus right paramount plus, oh, paramount yeah. plus? No, pa the paramount network paramount network the paramount network yeah so i just think about how i watch it through amazon prime yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um it, it comes in different 
the first round, you know, you'll see the originals on the Paramount Network. And right. then once it's aired there, yes, you can get it on Amazon Prime. Um, it, but yeah, I think a lot of people think it airs originally on Paramount Plus. It's a little, right. it's a little confusing, but um, I'm glad people are managing to find it. We're f- hey, people are. You know what? It starts with just one person being like, "You have to see this show. You have to see the show." And I think I actually started to see. I saw Beth Dutton gifts, you know, and it was like, "What? Like I am the you are the trailer park, and I'm the tornado." And I'm like, "Who is this? Literally. Who is mm. this?" Yep. I need to, what is the this? Best line oh, the yeah, the best. the best. I'm like, <laughs> and can I just take a moment to say, last season four, Yellowstone was the most popular show in North America. Like yeah. what it was, seven point something million viewers per episode, 10 maybe? It was bonkers, yeah. unheard of numbers. Yeah. And it was, I think it was, the, I think the season finale was 14 oh, and we just had 12 million for this uh, premiere. Wow. I mean, those numbers are for for our listeners who don't necessarily know about numbers. Those are bonkers, unheard of numbers. Yeah. Big, big numbers. So so congratulations, John. I'm just so damn proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, um, I think those numbers are are in spite of Ellis Steele. People are still watching. Deflector. Watching it on Paramount. Also, he's best friends with Jackie Weaver. So there's that. We're never wrapping this We're, episode, no. are we? No. Um, no you just, want, honestly? You want good stories. <laughs> I want good stories. I was stories. born near a lake on a cold <laughs> day. Um, no. Uh, no, I I actually called you the yes. first. I called Johanna yes. the first time I worked with yes. Jackie Weaver to yeah. say, you are going to love this woman. You've got to meet her. You've got to hang out. Because um, there are a lot of similarities. Sense of humor. Wow. A zest for life. Wow. You know, these kinds of... Um, You'll meet her. I'll Says outrageous her. things. Does she wear a hat? <laughs> yeah. Does she like hats? Does she like hats? Yeah. She, she, I, I think I she heard, must I very much hats. look forward to hanging out with John and Jackie Weaver, I can tell you that. Much. Wow. Okay, that's another one where I'll, I'll come yeah. and I'll hide yeah, in the yeah. bushes with my, with my yeah. Zoom mic yeah, and yeah. just watch that, this. That would be a... Yeah, Wait, the Triple the J. Yeah. Joe and John Jackie. Johanna. Johanna. Man, I can't believe you let me. You're her no, friend. Don't. You're it's my friend. You so tell me Johanna that I was saying it wrong. Johanna sounds lovely. I, well, but it's not uh, to be honest, name. when when you when you called her Johanna, I thought, oh no, have I been <laughs> for fifteen plus years calling her the wrong name? Okay, you know what? Um, We're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna settle knows. this out in the parking lot. Listeners, I love you. <laughs> Thank you for thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting the show. Their show is my show. Everything. I really appreciate you very much. If you like what you heard today, and I know you did, please leave us a review. They help us find even more listeners, and we can keep having conversations like the rad one we had today. You can find us on all the socials. Hopefully, Twitter's still around. I love Twitter. Twitter, I'm at YVR Screen Scene and at Sabrina Arf. And if it's not, I'm on Instagram and on Facebook. And on something called Mastodon at SabrinaArmf at mass.to. Because who knows if Twitter is still going to be around by the time I release this episode. Yeah. We absolutely can. Okay, but we won't. Why Bear Screen Scene Podcast hosted, executive produced by me, Sabrina Rani Mara Furminger. I am the only one to blame. And it's edited by Simon Furminger. Special thanks to Mariana Furminger for recording our Patreon ad, to Paul Furminger for technical support, and to Dane Nod Furminger, definitely for the original music. Why Bear Screen Scene is a division of Fish Flight Entertainment. Join us next time for another deep dive into Vancouver's dynamic film and television scene. And cut. Hey, filmmakers. Did you know that you can hire top quality, experienced, and professional actors for your films? If you're producing a student film for course credits, working on a web series, a short or a feature film, You can afford to have some of the best talent in the business in your production. How, you ask? Well, UBCP Actor has an ultra-low budget program, which offers a range of options that cover everything from student films to productions with a $300,000 budget. There is a ULB program that will meet your needs, regardless of your budget. To learn more, Visit ubcpactor.ca and look for ultra-low budget programs or email ulbprogram at ubcpactra.ca. Now is the time to jumpstart your dream for the screen.